Yesterday, Callie and I had our final preschool tour. And I, what? I was just going to say, it was so cute. Oh, they're all cute. Oh my god! Because every time we take the tour, there's already, there's kids there. And. They're just so tiny and everything's small and the like little chairs are small and the little coat racks are three feet off the ground. Yes. And they're running around like the one we went to yesterday. They were like, the kids were like in quote unquote like PE and they were like, okay, let's all try to move the wall. So they were standing up against a cement wall and these three-year-olds were pushing as hard as they possibly could. It's a teacher trick to get the kids all to be in one place. Yeah. You know, yes, because if you got a dozen three year olds in a room and you got to get them all lined up to go outside, if you just say, everybody, come here, nobody cares. But if you say, hey, everybody, we got to hold the wall up. They're all like, (laughs) I'll help with that. And then they all run over to the same wall and they're all pushing on it. Yeah. Okay. I had this realization that I can't believe I didn't have before yesterday. But when you said, like, after the first of the year, whenever it had to happen, that we were applying Ellie to preschools, right? And that we were waiting for to see if she was accepted and stuff. When I hear the word accepted, I'm thinking like college acceptance. Yeah. Like I'm thinking, whatever. This has absolutely nothing to do with her character, intelligence, or ability. This is simply space available. How did you not realize that? What did you think I was putting on these applications? I, I don't know. The most important thing I She's, had to put on her preschool applications were that she uh, were was her birthday because that's like the cutoff age. Yeah. So that is like the most important thing on there. And then you write down like your preferred dates. I'm an, I'm an idiot. I don't know what I was thinking. You just said that I've applied, which makes me think like I didn't know what kind of questions they were asking. Like, Does she have a good pincher grip? Can she like, can she feed herself um, grapes that have been cut into quarters? Is she able to do that? And then you're like, oh yeah, she loves grapes. I'm like, oh, that's going to look good. I don't know. I don't know if there's an essay. I don't know if there's a coloring test. I have zero idea. But when you said applied, that's where my brain went. And then when you said accepted, Mm -hmm. or when I got, I think I got the first email because you put my email address on one or two of them. Yeah. And when I got the first email, it said, you know, you've been accepted to such and such school. I'm like, oh my gosh, she got in. She's so gifted. Uh Uh-uh. It just means that there's room available. It just means that not enough uh, church members applied to have their kids in Ellie's class. So we happen to get a spot. That's what that means. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know what I was thinking, but for some reason in the middle of our tour yesterday, it dawned on me. I think, I think it dawned on, I think I realized like at some point it popped in my head that she had been accepted at every school that she applied to. Mm-hmm. Is that accurate? Mm-hmm. 100% acceptance. So yeah. Anyways. If you see Ellie, you're, you're really proud of that 100% acceptance, considering all I did was say her name and birthday. <laughs> right. If you have $100, you too can reserve a spot in preschool. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience. 
and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for Ellie, who was accepted to every single school oh she gosh. applied to. Oh, my gosh. My- what a whiz kid. <laughs> what a whiz kid. She has a birthday. <laughs> it's incredible. My name is Callie Dollar, and I'm grateful for wine. I have decided that I got to get my groove back. Like I Stella? Am t- I am taking to heart. Do you not uh, remember that movie? I do. Um, I am taking to heart some something that you have said more than once the past couple of weeks and realizing that, and I don't know where, because that a lot has gone on in the past couple of years, mm-hmm. right? For for me, so for uh, us, yeah, for us. But in particular, like um, leaving radio, mm-hmm. starting the podcast, mm-hmm. um, welcoming Ellie into into the world, COVID, um, like those are just like the societal things. But then other things like the, the in like internally that. I'm kind of struggling with or whatever, like I have been unable to lose weight and kind of unmotivated to do that. I don't feel like I've been a really good friend to people. Mm -hmm. And then part of the conflict of that is like, I don't feel like I've been a really good friend to people, but also I don't mind that I haven't been a good friend because I kind of like our little unit. Mm -hmm. So, and then just seeing people, you know, like connecting with a friend, like, Every six weeks or so is just is just fine. I don't know. It's just that everything's different, right? Mm-hmm. But for whatever reason, I have completely lost. I don't know if it's my motivation. It's not motivation. I don't know what the word is, but I've completely lost my focus to follow through, which has never been a strong suit on promises that I make to myself and by extension to you and Ellie. So what did I say that we, you've just been talking about like, like a couple times it's come up either. I think it's come up on the podcast a couple times, but even off the podcast, you have pointed out that maybe like half jokingly where you've said, Oh yeah, of course you say you're going to do that, but you're not going to do it. And it's not work-related stuff. Well, some of it's work-related stuff, but it's just like eating healthier. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Or whatever. And I can't figure out what of those events, big events that I listed, or what combination of those that I listed has caused me to, to lose, to have that wind come out of my sails. Do you think it's because, well, I have two thoughts. And I think the, on the surface, I think it's a combination of all of, of some mm-hmm. of those, but go ahead. My thoughts are, I think the job thing was a bigger transition than maybe you give it credit for. Like, I think when you are going inside an office building and you have to answer to bosses, And do things that you don't want to do. And like right now you're self-reliant on all of the, an energy period. Does that make sense? So 
it is a very weird thing to go from being in an office and being around people and being forced to go to meetings and having a schedule and being forced to do things and then being completely on your own. That's a huge deal. You have, since pretty much you were born, had people telling you what to do and when to do it. Correct. And you know what? And Matt? this is the first time where literally no one is telling you what to do. Even in college, you still have college sure. classes you have to show up for. You worked all through college, so you had to show up. This is literally the only time in your life that you've never had an immense amount of structure. And I think that's hard. And I think you're also not giving yourself enough credit because that's a huge deal. And I think if going off of that, I think part of it might be. That was my first one, by the way. The second one okay. is, um, since we haven't interacted with people in a while, I think for so much of your life, you were like Jeff Dollar from the radio and, and like, so maybe some of it's ego a little bit, like you used to do all of these things where you had to be around people and you were forced to create connections and you were, cause you were, and you had your picture taken all the time and you, you know what I mean? So maybe a little bit of it's ego too. I don't know what that means. Like ego drives things like the way. I mean, I know what ego is. I don't know how it relates. What do you, what's ego? Like it's the first time in your life you haven't been like Jeff in the public eye. Does that make sense? It does, but I don't understand. I don't know. I can't, you're not connecting the dot for me. I think that all the facets of your radio career kind of gave you this little like Jeff motivation bubble of like, well, I'm Jeff from the Burt show. So I have to live up to this standard or I'm Jeff on, you know, my own show. And so I have to live up to this. You can't even say your name. Can you? No, I can't. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm still, it just tastes too bitter coming out. Um, (laughs) but you know what I mean? So I think you were always like living up to, it was like everything in your life was kind of I don't know what I'm saying. It makes sense in my head. I think there's something to you not being in the public eye anymore. That's a good thing or a bad thing? I think it's neither. I think it's just a change of pace in your life. It's like you've been running on a treadmill for so long. I imagine it's how people feel after they like retire from an athletic career or something like that. Like where you (laughs) just kind of like lose your identity a little bit. Like that right there is the first and last time I will ever be compared to Chipper Jones and Michael Jordan. (laughs) Did that make sense a little more? Not at all. The second part did not make any sense. The first part to me, when you talk about the structure, like it, it is interesting that I've always had structure, but then when we moved from, cause here's, I, I, I don't want to go down too far of a, a road, but I can, the reason that I'm bringing it up now is because there's kind of a behavior that's starting to become concerning to me. So I'm going to ask for help, but I'll get to that in a minute. The, the thing with the, the thing that you said about the structure and not having the structure that could have some merit because of the type of this job, like the podcast, create podcast creation and stuff. When we were doing our, just our own show and we didn't have all these other shows coming on board. Right. I, could 
operate on any schedule I wanted to. So I think most people, when they leave one job and start another job, there is the structure continues, even if you're working for yourself. So if I left a job and I started like a restaurant, Mm -hmm. opened a restaurant, that restaurant would be open from 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. every day. Right. There would be hours. Mm Then I would have to be there in their office hours where I'd have to reach out to people and order the food that's going to be served at the restaurant. If I got a part-time job or even if I got a job at a whatever, you know, Mm -hmm. selling clothes at Macy's. If I'm working at Macy's, the the mall is open from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. My shift would be in – there would be structure. Us creating the podcast, there's no structure whatsoever. So I feel like there might be – some merit to like this weird internal rebellion. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but the thing that I've noticed that is new over the past couple months is this intentional, but non it's intentional and unintentional at the same time. Um, avoidance of important deadlines. Like in my head, I will convince myself that I work better under pressure. So I will not do something on, I will, if something's due on Wednesday, I won't do it on Tuesday, even though I know I need to get it done. And even though I might've promised you that it'll get done, I know the due date is Wednesday at 6 PM. So Mm -hmm. I'll start working on it Wednesday at 2 PM. Yeah. And probably be late with it. And it, it, that's become worse and worse. And it's kind of freaking me out because I don't know where it's coming from. Yeah. So I need to. So I'm, I think saying it out loud, I'm addressing it. I'm proud of you. I think that's good. I don't know. I mean, have you, um, I know that this is such a thing that people who say things like that don't want to hear. And I'm going to say it because I think it's an important question. Have you thought about talking to your therapist again, going back to therapy or anything? Um, I have, I mean, it would be virtual. So you say yeah. going back. I, I have, but if I'm being totally honest, it would have to be a different type of therapist because this is a very, this is more of a, this isn't a therapy thing. This is a, this is different. I, nothing, the therapist I've had for 12 years, mm-hmm. and I, I don't think I've seen her, what, in the past year or year and a half? Since yeah. before Ellie's born. Yeah. Um, is fantastic, is outstanding. She changed your life. Changed my life in the best possible way. But I feel like, th- I almost feel like I would need somebody new. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, not because she's bad, but because I want a different perspective. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think it totally makes sense. And, and the reason I'm bringing this up is because I, every day since the start of the year, have said tomorrow, because I know how to, I know how to manage my diet to lose weight. Mm-hmm. And I know how to do it fairly quickly. Mm-hmm. And I know this because 10 years ago this year is when I did the triathlon. Wow. 10 years ago. And which means you and I have known each other for 10 years. I was just thinking that we met 10 years ago. So 10 years ago this year is when I did the triathlon. And I think I've told the story before that when I signed up for it in January, 
I didn't really take it seriously until like April or May until I did this big training session and realized I was nowhere near ready, mm-hmm. nowhere near ready. And then from May until the triathlon in September, I doubled down, like went hardcore, lost a ton of weight, picked up so much time on the bike, on the run and on the swim, like crushed it. And it because and you I enjoyed it, enjoyed every minute of it. You know what I'm saying? In my head, every single day when I eat crappy, hmm. well, I can start in May. Isn't that weird? No, I don't think it's weird at all. I do. I mean, it's weird, like in the sense of like, that's a saying like, oh yeah, that's so weird. But I don't think, I don't think it's weird. This is me saying to you, I acknowledge your frustrations over the past few weeks, months, and (laughs) I need help because there's something weird going on. Mm -hmm. And I read twice in the past 24 hours, something came up that I want to run by you and you can tell me if you think this would apply to me or not. Okay. It's basically, it's called the 100% rule. And the idea is that failure, if you think of anybody who's really, really good at anything that they do, physical runners, people who have really good, really healthy diets, people who are super committed to their jobs, whatever, it's just part of their being. They're all in 100%. The failure and the non-commitment and the challenge comes if you're only in 99% or less. Mm-hmm. You have to be all in or you're not in at all. So the two things that have come up in the in the past co- in the past 24 hours that that I'm like is this a message is the 100% rule which is and that's part one part of it and then the other part is um remove quitting as an option. Like so I'm just going to decide tomorrow. This is just as a for example. I'm going to run a 5K every three days or whatever it is. I'm going to move. I'm going to work because I couldn't do it right now, but I would start walking and then work up Mm -hmm. to a 5K. And every three days, no matter what, or every other day, I'm going to walk. I'm going to do a 5K of some sort. And it's non-negotiable. Like you take that, the option of not doing it right off the table. Do you think that would work? So if it's pouring rain, if it's 28 degrees out, if it's two degrees out, I still got to do it. And I can't, there's no excuse. I don't think it's a permanent solution for you because I think going all in a hundred percent is not sustainable for most people. So I think it's a good right now solution, but I think you need to dive a little bit deeper and learn new things and new ways of doing things to help sustain this for you long-term. Well, sorry for hijacking the entire first half of the upside today with me whining about me, but. I don't think it's whining. I'm proud of you. I think, I think everybody, when they're struggling with something and it could take years, it could take whatever, there will be a point where you get fed up with yourself. And I think. Oh my God, it's just, that's exactly where I am. So maybe you. I'm so that, fed up with myself. So maybe that's the point. I think until you get to a point where, you know, anybody listening, 
until you get to a point where you're fed up with yourself, you're not going to make a change in your life. So you're the only one that knows if you're completely fed up with yourself and that might be the exact fuel you need to change things for yourself. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for your next comedian here at Ellie's Comedy Club. You're going to love this guy. Welcome to the stage, Dad. How does the man in the moon cut his hair? Eclipse it. Snow Day's Pizza Bites are delicious, organic pizza bites loaded with flavor, and the best part is they're free of all the junk. Now, I love food, and I'm a healthy food skeptic in general because, as we all know, there are so many healthy foods marketed as delicious that taste like garbage. Snow Bites totally hits the mark. They are delicious. And if I hadn't read the bag, I'd have no clue they were good for you. I throw them in our air fryer for five minutes, but you can also use your oven or toaster oven. Snow Days comes in three flavors, classic cheese, veggie white, and sausage. All three are Cali approved. Yep, even the veggie one. And I was excited when I looked at the ingredient list because there's nothing sneaky about it. It's just real, organic, and super clean ingredients, including vegetables and grass-fed dairy sourced from organic farms. I know every single ingredient I'm putting in my mouth, and that feels so good. You can try one flavor, or you can snag a variety pack, which is what I recommend. And right now, they're offering upside list $15 off your first order with the code upside at snowdays.com slash upside. So use the link and the code again, that's $15 off your first order with code upside at snowdays.com slash upside. One of my key words to live by in the year 2022 is simplicity. If it's not simple, it's not for me. I'm just trying to take clutter out of my life. That's why I love Athletic Greens. Athletic Greens, so simple. You get 10 ounces of water, you put one scoop of powder in the water, give it a shake, and you are getting your body filled with 75 high-quality minerals, vitamins, superfoods, probiotics, and more. All of that in your system working for you all day long. And it tastes delicious. I'm not a fan of green drinks. I don't love like the matcha teas and stuff like that. I don't like the way it tastes. This one, this one will surprise you. It's almost like a, it's almost like a thin vanilla milkshake. It's really, really delicious. Athletic Greens wants to make it easy for you to get the nutrition you need into your body. And you don't have to be a super athlete to use it. I'm just trying to be healthier and 75 vitamins, minerals, and more. Yeah. I'll take it. Right now, Athletic Greens is going to hook you up with a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is go to athleticgreens.com slash upside. That's athleticgreens.com slash upside. You can take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Thrive Cosmetics makes high-performance, vegan, 100% cruelty-free skincare and beauty products. They were a brand that I heard about years ago from my girlfriends who not only loved the makeup, but also loved that it was a brand they could be proud to support. Cause is in the name for a reason. Every purchase supports organizations that help women thrive. Thrive has a mission called Bigger Than Beauty. For every product purchased, Thrive Cosmetics donates to help women thrive, which includes women emerging from homelessness, surviving domestic abuse, fighting cancer, and more. They also never test on animals. Years ago, I had to 
dish my lash extensions because they were super irritating to my eyes. I started using Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara for years and I love it because it mimics the look of lash extensions. The Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara has over 15,000 five-star reviews. If your skin dries up like mine in the cold weather, try Thrive Cosmetics Overnight Sensation Brightening Sleep Mask, which melts into your skin to restore moisture and rejuvenate your skin so you wake up with a smoother, brighter, more hydrated complexion. Now is a great time to try Thrive Cosmetics for yourself. Right now, you can get 15% off your first order when you visit thrivecosmetics.com slash upside. That's thrivecosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash upside upside for 15% off your first order. And here is today's three random things brought to you by our friends at Snow Days. The Pizza Bites adults remember eating as a kid, but without the junk. Snowdays.com slash upside. And I saw we got a big package of them yesterday that included the buffalo chicken ones. Mm -hmm. Okay. So flavor. So um, by this time tomorrow, we'll have a taste test and review of that flavor. Um, thank you to Snow Days for being a part of the upside. I, I wanted to share this story as my first random thing in case you are an employee who is using a company computer for your work. And I'm saying this because I remember one time I was at um, one of the radio stations I worked at. And one of the computers crapped out in the studio. And as you can imagine, a radio station, every room in it has 30 computers, Mm -hmm. you know, not even like they're just, there's racks of them. They don't even have monitors. So I had to go back to the engineering room and say, hey, this computer's not working. The engineer says, which computer is it? What's the code? Apparently, every computer has a number on it. I had no idea. I'm like, I don't know. It's the one to the left of where I sit. I don't know. He's like, okay, tell me when you see it. And then he brings something up on his computer where he is flipping through, like channels, every single computer in the building. Yep. Until they he got to the one that was like the screensaver of the computer that I was trying to fix. Mm-hmm. He could see in real time what everybody in the building was doing. Mm -hmm. So consider that your warning. Even if you're not connected, like in the same building, your laptops, if if it's supplied to you by your employer, your employer can look at whatever you're doing on that laptop. Do do not assume any privacy. So your browsing history, your Google documents, any messaging between you and your coworkers, your desktop folders, all of that stuff, fair game. So you have been warned. My second random thing, it's kind of um, bad because this would have been good information for us to have about a year and a half ago. Um, Having a name that ends in an E sound for a woman, like Jenny, Candy, Callie, Ellie makes it more difficult for women to be taken seriously. Name experts say that in order to project an image of intelligence and strength, do not use names that end with I or IE or Y. I wholeheartedly disagree, but continue. Um, For power names, look for women's names that end with A, like Jana, Alexandra, Sandra, or names that have no vowel at the end, Helen or Meredith, for example. Hmm. Helen, random name for them to use. I know. Uh, okay, and my 
Third random thing. If you've had a particular. Just for the record, I think IE names sound approachable. If uh, you've had a particularly stressful day, here's a, a tip on how you can keep calm. Counting backwards from 100 down to one, but do it by sevens will relax your brain. <laughs> I'm like stressed just hearing that. No, that sounds horrible. Because you actually have to think through the process. So you have to go like, okay, 93, 86, 79, no, this is 72. Like making my blood pressure sore, I'm sure. Because your brain is working differently. It takes your mind off the stressors and it brings you some calm and peace. Those are my three random things. Jeff Dollar, you have two choices of content. We can either do you translating what women are thinking when they say certain things. Yeah. Or things worth the extra cost. Let's do the translation thing. I guarantee you if you give me three, I'll go three for three. Okay. Or do you have five? I can do five for five. One, give me five. Two, three, <laughs> four, five. I actually do have five. Okay. All right, give me five. I'll go five for five quickly too. It won't even take long. Okay. What do I mean? What do we mean when we say I'm fine? You're not fine. Good job. Thanks. I'm not really fine, but just let me be. I'm done trying to explain myself to you. You don't get it. No, I think um, I'm fine actually means, doesn't mean let me be. It means I'm not fine and I want you to know it. Make it better. Mm. Oh, okay. See, there you go. Wow. Jeff Dollar. Uh, <laughs> number two, whatever. Same thing as I'm fine. <laughs> whatever means, okay, you want to be done talking about this? This is fine, but I want you to know that I'm fine. And by I'm fine, I mean I'm not fine. I want you to make this better. Am I right? It is what it is. You may have won this one, but I will not accept it and accept mm -hmm. defeat. No way. Whatever is not an acceptance. I, I don't think you got that one. I'm fine. I'll give you whatever. No. Okay. Um, Three. I'll be ready in five minutes. See you in a half hour. <laughs> These are so that was easy. An easy one. These are all easy. No, they're not all easy. Um, Leave me alone. Means leave me alone. Like, no. Leave me alone doesn't mean leave me alone. No. Oh, wait. I just lost my hand. You're a woman. You shouldn't need the answers. But the answer was so much more well-written than I could have said it. Oh. Yeah. Leave me alone to me. If you said, just leave me alone, that to me is kind of like an a declaration that we need to take a pause. Go away for a few minutes until I calm down. Then a pause, I, like a pause. Then I expect you to come back and cuddle me. A pause. You didn't say the last part. The last part's very important because it means if you leave for too long and actually leave me alone, I might kill you. I'm four for four. Next. You're not four for four. I'll give you three for four. Last one. I don't know what I want. How many sheets of paper do you have? Oh my gosh, this is the worst. My my pet peeve for, for show prep is that um, people don't make things printer friendly. Oh, yeah. So if you try to print them out, you've got like all the ads yeah, in between and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah I get that. Um, okay. <laughs> I don't know what I want to eat. Let's see. Now, this is a really tough one because my initial response is if, if you say if anybody says, I don't know what I want to eat, that means you make some decisions for me and make suggestions. But then when that happens, every suggestion gets shot down. 
<laughs> so if it's like, uh, I don't know what I want to eat, then, you know, it's like, okay, well, what if I just go through? Yeah, the, it's you start listing stuff. Yeah, I'll just go through the drive-thru and get cheeseburgers. And you're like, nah, I don't want that. I'm like, okay, do you want to order <laughs> Chinese food? Nah, I'm not feeling cheese, Chinese food. And And then for 30 minutes, we'll talk about it until we're so hangry. And then you'll decide on the very first thing that I said. Mm-hmm. So I'm going through it. So I should just, the minute I say, I'm going to go through the drive-thru and get cheeseburgers. And you're like, I don't want that. I should just go to the drive-thru and get cheeseburgers. And then I can run everything else down. Because by the time we get to back to the beginning, reading cheeseburgers, leave me alone. <laughs> whatever, whatever. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. We love your messages and your feedback helps us create the best show for you. Do you realize that yesterday we spent the entire day being creative and helping people flesh out their ideas? Um, yeah, I thought I thought of that. And then I it's uh, the coolest ever, right? It's really cool because we are helping people develop their podcast ideas, which I think we're both really good at. Do you think I'm good at it? Yeah, I think you're like in this room, you're the second best. Um, why do you not think you're good at it? I just have never, I just always take, let you take the lead. And recently I've started like speaking up with the ideas and saying what I actually think. And I didn't know if that was like, I sounded like super dumb or if it was valuable. I think you and I make a great team because when we're brainstorming, I am really good at like the 30,000 foot view. Like I'm the one who says, okay, I hear your idea. I hear the direction you want to take this. Let me sketch out the, like the destination. Like here's where the destination is. Let's get you there. And then I think you're really good in saying, okay, the first thing you need to do is this. Then the next thing you need to do is this. Then the third thing you need to do is this. And I think we did a really good job with the first phone call we had yesterday Mm -hmm. where I talk, and this is, this could be a different topic for a different day, but I hate talking on the phone in front of people. So I actually had to leave the room that Callie was in to go take a phone call that I then had to come back to the room and tell Callie about in great detail. Yeah. Yep. And I was like, why don't you just sit in front of me? Yeah. And turn like, I don't even need to hear the other person, but I want to hear your responses so then I can help like craft you know, this I don't you know, know. podcast. For, it's yeah. for somebody who's done stand-up comedy, radio, and podcasting. And it just weirds it's me really out. It's really weird. Anyways, so I go into the other room. I have this whole conversation with this woman who wants to start a podcast. Give her, like, all these great ideas. Then I go back, tell Callie about it. And then you and her spent the entire day text messaging, refining the big ideas mm-hmm. that we had at the beginning. Mm-hmm. I thought it was really neat. Yeah. And then we had another call with someone else that wants to start a podcast. And we just are, we spent the, almost the entire day in being creative. And usually we're spending the entire day doing administrative stuff and a little bit of creative stuff. And that was really cool. Hey, Callie and Jeff, this is Marion. Just wanted to thank you guys for making my morning because I am laughing so hard at the lightning discussion from you guys trying to figure out the math between the thunder and the lightning and Jeff saying, I don't think that's something you're not 
sure about if you get struck by lightning to Cali and the, the person that's probably dead now and moldy. You guys are cracking me up this morning. I love it. Have a great week. BetterHelp has been a longtime sponsor of this podcast. We thank them so much for that. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. You don't even have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. If something is stressing you out, if something is preventing you from being completely happy, if you have never done therapy before, BetterHelp is for you. Completely confidential. Licensed therapists and counselors are waiting to talk to you in all 50 states. And it's much more affordable than in-person therapy. You can start talking to someone in as soon as 48 hours. So whatever it is that is eating you up, whether it's anxiety, stress, confusion, family issues, whatever you're struggling with, Talk about it. Don't leave it inside. Share it with someone who can help. Sometimes friends and family aren't the go-to people. Am I right? So unload the stressors, get some unbiased feedback, and you'll be shocked at what you can gain from it. Go to betterhelp.com upside. Get 10% off your first month. Once again, that's betterhelp.com upside. B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com upside. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring The Upside with Callie and Jeff. The new year is here and there is no better way to kick off 2022 than by making sure you're feeling like your best self. One of the things Jeff and I are committed to this year is to being 1% better today than we were yesterday, which includes self-care with things like drinking more water. If you're someone who struggles with drinking a lot of water during the day, Liquid IV can help. One stick of Liquid IV and 16 ounces of water hydrates faster and more efficiently than water alone. Some days I get really into a project I'm working on and realize that I haven't even made a dent in my water. That's when I grab a stick of lemon lime liquid IV and throw it in my water. It's quickly to easy suck down because it tastes so good, but they have a ton of flavors to choose from like watermelon, strawberry, pina colada, and more. Liquid IV contains five essential vitamins, more vitamin C than an orange, and as much potassium as a banana. It's healthier than sugary sports drinks, has no artificial flavors or preservatives, and less sugar than an apple. It's made with clean ingredients and it's non-GMO, vegan, and free of gluten, dairy, and soy. Grab Liquid IV in bulk nationwide at Costco, or you can get 25% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code UPSIDE at checkout. That's 25% off anything you order when you use promo code UPSIDE at liquidiv.com. Experience better hydration today at liquidiv.com, promo code UPSIDE. Kelly Jeff, it is Steve from Apopka, but I'm actually in Nashville or Nash Vegas, Tennessee. In my first experience with the Manly Man Club, I actually got my man card punched twice in the same evening. The evening started with chewing tobacco, and as if that wasn't a bad enough idea to start with, it then went on to beer, which... I really didn't understand the effects of beer and probably down four or five beers. And uh, let's just say that I drove the porcelain bus home that evening. Keep up the good work. Bye. 
Hi, Callie and Jeff. This is Katie from Atlanta. I think that the Bobbles, Bobbles, and Bobbleheads is a fantastic idea. You could have champagne, a ring trying on, and then you could offer like cute little husband-wife replica bobbleheads that they could have. Um, my husband is obsessed with bobbleheads, and it would be definitely something that would warm his heart to spend his hard-earned dollars somewhere. All right. Love the show. Thanks so much. Bye. Jeff, the trash goes to the street the night before. What's wrong with you? Hey, Kelly and Jeff, it's Tina. The best way to avoid peeling on your um, anything you wash, clothing, etc., is to be careful what you wash it and dry it with. Um, meaning don't put sweat socks in with sweatshirts or athletic socks with sweatshirts and that sort of thing because that's the biggest cause of peeling. Um, thanks. Bye. Hey, Kelly and Jeff. I had to pause the episode where just talking about the bacon that was unsalvageable, and I don't know if this is just the difference in men and women's brains, but did you think about cutting off the raw part? throwing out the burnt part, and then recooking what was not completely cooked. Because then you could have had some bacon strips. I know if I cook too much bacon or we somehow don't eat all of it, we'll just put it in the fridge and have it for another time. It still tastes good, even if you didn't need to eat it for breakfast. And you could have saved some of that money. Just a thought. Hi, guys. This is Karen. I'm catching up and listening to, I think it's episode about talk about the pantyhose at work. Um, I work in the hotel industry. I don't know what it is with that industry, but I swear we dress more formal than my husband says the White House. I had to wear pantyhose with every dress, skirt. Then the best part is if I had on slacks, I had to wear, if I was wearing slingback shoes, I had to wear knee-high. I'm not allowed to wear a blouse and a skirt. I have to have a suit jacket with that. I cannot wear pants in a blouse or I have to wear a suit jacket. Um, I apparently shocked everybody by one day when I came in wearing, um, like, leather boots with a cute dress in the winter. They had to add that to the dress code that I guess I had to get it approved to wear boots. Boots. And, yes, I just bought more Have a good day. Always try to look at the upside, not the downside. Mm. Look at the positive side of stuff and try to make it work. If, you, if you're feeling blue or if you're feeling down, there's got to be something that's going right somewhere around you. Right. Yeah, right. and it really, right. it's worked. It's worked.